and I'm honestly just so fucking glad to be back and you know getting my life together and just going back to doing things that truly make me happy and building this life that I've always dreamed of. And what I've realized is in order to create that, there's going to be a lot of mourning and that's mourning of a life that you used to live, mourning of your past, mourning of the person that you used to be. That's really, really fucking hard a lot of times. It's really hard. I've had to mourn the death of parts of me, so many different parts of me and my life so many times. Hello and welcome to the Lifestyle Upgrade Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Cielo, three-time entrepreneur, co-founder of Girls Net Worth, female transformation coach, business mentor, public speaker, and mama. It is my mission to help you realize your potential and upgrade your entire life. My past is one of gang involvement, abuse, and poverty, and I am firsthand proof that it doesn't matter where you come from, how you were raised, nor the decisions you have made in your past. You have the power to change your life. Each week, I'll bring a new episode that'll give you an insight on how I went from homegirl to CEO and the step-by-step blueprint on how to up-level into your next version. And I'm talking full lifestyle upgrades. If you're ready to overcome your past, elevate your relationships, and start using your story to create a ton of money, this is the show for you. Let the upgrades begin. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Lifestyle Upgrade Podcast. Oh my gosh, a long break was taken, as you know. I feel like oh, there's just so much. I feel I feel so much that I need to address with my community and talk to you guys about. But this episode is kind of just filling you in on what I went through, why I felt like my life had shattered into a million pieces. I feel like me sharing this is so important because the sad reality of it is, is so many people, especially women that come from the lifestyle that I come from, have gone through this and they can relate. Here I am. I feel like I have overcome so much and I never thought that this was something that I'd be going through at this stage in my life. Maybe like 10 years ago, yeah. But I thought that I had made the choices in my life to remove me from these kind of situations. That this is not something that I would be in. So needless to say, life slapped me in the fucking face. And I am over here like, wow, what just happened? And it was something that I was completely, completely caught off guard with. And half of it was being naive and half of it was really like, what the fuck? (laughs) Buckle up. It's gonna be a ride. Honestly, I don't even know when the last podcast episode came out at this point. I probably should, but I don't. I know it's been at least like two months. Right now I'm recording this and it's August 1st. It'll probably come out in just a couple days because I need to put another podcast episode out. I miss talking to you and I feel like I've gotten so many messages from you and it's so heartwarming to know that my show is missed and my show has helped you and it's just time to speak up. But back in, I don't know when, I did this transit chart I think it was in April but my personal astrologers and friend Simone um Simone Esquivelli did two interviews with her on the podcast so go back and listen I think it was one of the first couple of episodes but she's freaking amazing and I did a transit chart read so basically she looked at 
a big upcoming astrological date in the upcoming year or so and did pulled my personal natal chart and told me how it's going to affect me personally and what my personal astrology is going to look like. When I did it, I can say that it wasn't the best read of my life. It was really, it was really heavy energy and I was like, damn, this kind of sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, there was nothing really like good. It was all really heavy shit. She was like, the stars did not, they did not miss a beat. It was so on point. So come in end of April to mid-May, there was this lovely eclipse season right on Taurus and Scorpio. And I do not want to get all astrology on you guys, but that is where my North and South node is. My North node is in Scorpio and my South node is in Taurus. So North node is your destiny. South node is what you have to move through to get to your destiny. They're always going to be on the polar opposite. But anyways, that's where the eclipse was going on. And it just happened to be going on in my seventh house, which is the house of relationship. And marriages and all of this fun stuff right and my life literally crumbled in that area and it was some really really heavy shit and i'm just gonna get into it really quickly <laughs> because i'm just going on but that's kind of where this started and i feel like i'm a really strong person and i really handle situations while i've gone through a lot of my life however i did not know how to act. I felt like my life was crumbling. Life as I knew it just did not exist anymore. The saddest part is, is a huge, huge part of my life literally died. And there was a lot of mourning that came with that. So kind of just jumping right in, I'm like bullshitting and beating around the bush because I honestly don't even know how to say this. And I have put off making this episode because I feel like, okay, what is sharing too much? What is sharing too little? What is nobody else's business? Like, where are the boundaries with this? And at the end of the day, this is my truth. This is my truth. This is my story and it's a huge part of my story and I have the right to tell it. And even though it's super uncomfortable and maybe even embarrassing and maybe somebody's not gonna like that I'm speaking up about it, I kind of have to just decide what I'm comfortable with and go from there. And I feel like I've taken such a huge break from my community, from my business, from everything life as i know it we all go through everything in our life and i'm a huge believer that everything is neutral all situations in our life are just plain neutral and it's our made-up preferences that let us know that tell us if it's something that is quote-unquote good or quote-unquote bad and this was definitely something that i felt was bad what is what is the lesson in this for me and i know that i've gone through so much shit in my life so much shit i have made the realization that i've gone through this shit because i am meant to help other women go through the same shit and come out better i am here to be a catalyst for change and transformation in other women and let them know that there is something else out there for you there is a completely different world out there you can overcome anything so with that i have to be able to overcome what the fuck i'm going through and i have to be able to be strong and share because i know that there's so many women out there that have gone through the same exact thing and they feel voiceless because there's a lot of shame around talking about this so i'm here and I'm here to tell you my story and what had happened and really just let you know how I kind of what I'm 
been going through. This episode is really just going to be like what I've been going through and what kind of new <laughs> trauma and life event has came up and really kind of ha- what I've realized from this. And then I'm going to make another episode right after this and they are going to be separate episodes. But this is the next episode is going to be all about who you are and who you show up as when stuff doesn't go your way, when you feel like your world has crumbled. In this time I've taken off, I feel like I maybe didn't handle it right. Maybe I fucked up. I didn't show up as who I want to become. Like I didn't show up as my future self. And I can recognize that me sharing this story and sharing my experience and sharing my truth with you is to hopefully have you recognize that if you were to ever go through a similar situation or anything like that. So thank you so much for sticking with me (laughs) with the lifestyle upgrade, with this show, even throughout the breaks because oh my fucking God, 2022 has been a year and it is fucking kicking my ass. <laughs> and wow, I just I can't even believe I'm saying that because that's my favorite thing to say. Damn, life be kicking people's ass because they don't know how to figure it out yet because they don't realize that life gets to be easy. And then you know what? Shit happens. So here we are, the moment of truth. Earlier this year, in about April, right after I did my transit reading and realized that my astrology was so supportive to let go and to just really release a lot of releasing. I had filed for divorce. Now, I have been separated from my husband since the beginning of 2019. We had been separated for over three years before I finally filed for divorce. And I feel like it was a huge comfort thing in a way for me, if I'm being honest. I don't come from a big family, which I have shared my story about that before on my first podcast episode. So to me, when I got married, I got married very young. And it was all about family because I craved that. I seen that with my friends growing up and how their family was just kind of everything to them. That they didn't have to worry about this stupid friendship shit and like getting in fights with friends or like not having anybody. And I, and I felt alone a lot of my childhood. Having a family was huge for me. So I got married young. I had my son pretty much right away and... Me and him, we actually, we never had another kid. And I think it was just mostly like, I honestly don't know, costs of childcare. And like, just, this is our first kid for either of us. And just really, just really loving on our son. And we ended up breaking up before my son was even two. So it just, it never happened. Um, But I never broke that off because it was like, I never got a divorce, I guess is the better way to say that is because I really felt like he was family and his family was family to me. And I loved being around his family. And even though we were separated, we spent a lot of time together still as far as like for my son. Um, we would do like all holidays together. We would go places together. We would even take like family pictures and stuff together. I would go places with his family with him and like just we were very like we had a very good co-parenting relationship because it's not like we were ever like together in that sense. Like we didn't have any sexual type of relationship. We weren't fucking anything like that. There was never any like effort on his end or my end to ever try to get back together and be a thing or anything like that. I just really like, there was this sense of family to me. And when I lived with him at first, not at the end, but at first, and 
even for a long time. <laughs> um, we lived with his dad. When his dad moved out, he bought a house literally right behind right behind the, our house. It was just like really like, like this close type of family thing and loved that and I felt safe in that because I didn't have that and that was a huge part of me like really getting married and stuff and so it was a big security thing for me. I had moved out. I had first moved to my mom's house from the house that I had and then from there I ended up getting my own apartments and all of that right. I've moved on. I have my own life here but there was always this security blanket, I guess, having that house with him. Because even though there was no effort on either end, there was no like us getting back together or anything like that. I always just had this knowing that I could go back at any time. It was just something that didn't have to be spoken. It was a knowing. And also because I owned the house and, and stuff and like my the father of my son is not like a shitty person and stuff. Like I was always just like this was my security blanket that if shit didn't work out here, I would go back. I would have a place. I wouldn't be homeless. That was kind of like that as well on being alone. And I don't even know how to speak on that really well because it's not like I ever wanted to be back with him. And I am a person who, I don't mind being alone. I don't need to be in a relationship at all, really, ever. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. No, but that's kind of funny because I can't help myself with astrology chimes, but I'm a Libra rising and Libra moon. And if you know about astrology, like that is the ultimate um, codependent sign. <laughs> but because I'm an Aquarius, I'm just, I don't, I feel like I don't need to have somebody and I didn't want somebody and I didn't like miss my life with him at all to say that I just was my my moving on from that relationship was solely because I wanted more in life and he did not there was just always this security and comfort and when I'm honest this like falling apart has been going on for years this falling apart of like this family it started in December of 2020 my mother-in-law tragically suddenly passed away and that, that was one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through. That was probably the closest loss I've ever had. And even though me and her didn't have the closest relationship or anything, I feel like a huge part of my life and my purpose in my ex's life was to mend that relationship with his mom because I, I really helped him with that. That was really, really, really hard on my ex. Of course, losing his mom. On my son, my son was really young. Just a month away from turning four. On me, and not so much as like the loss on my part. I, I that loss really hurt me. And it's almost like weird that I, I, I don't even know how to talk about it. I'm losing words for it, but I almost felt like this guilt for feeling like that, like feeling so hurt. I felt like I had to be strong because I had only known her maybe five years and like I didn't have a close relationship with her or anything, but I was so, so, so heartbroken for my ex and for my son. And it was just like, what the hell? Because a huge, like I really made it a point to make sure that this woman was in my son's life because I am so close to my grandma and I only have one grandma because I've only ever had one side of the family and making sure that my ex integrated all of his family in because he was not a huge like family person 
and that was the part that was really important to me so when she had passed away really really tough on me and releasing like letting go of that and really tough to see depression take over my ex and really tough to have conversations with my toddler so with the passing of his mom that's kind of where all of this crumbling of this family dynamic started happening Shortly after that, my father-in-law had remarried. It was a relationship where, oh, I can't even speak on the relationship, I don't know, but at this this relationship where he remarried, and for just con- context, he was divorced from my mother-in-law. So they were not together, they were separated for many years before he got remarried, but literally the same weekend of the funeral, he brought in a new woman to his house and she, basically did not want my ex around, me around, nobody around, so it was just really weird, but we had this relationship. So his mom died, and then his dad all of a sudden just was like gone from his life one day to the next. It was my ex that really did like the cutting off of that, but I totally see where it was coming from. Like there was just a lot going on right there. So it was like he lost both of his parents. He has not spoken to his dad since then. So it was literally like him losing both of his parents and my son losing both of his grandparents on that end. Then we're going to flash forward to September 2021. That is when it was my mother-in-law's birthday. I took my son to the cemetery to visit her and I had a full-on breakdown like I was crying on the way over there and I was crying there my son fell asleep in the car on the way back and I was just bawling crying and it was a huge release and what really came up for me is that I held back a lot in my business and what I spoke online and speaking my truth in general because I cared so much about what my ex's family would think about me. And now, because it's been almost a year that I've had to work through this, that crying point was so much release of that because I, I didn't realize how much it held me back. And it was kind of like this point where his mom is dead. I'm sitting there at her grave praying to her like, please help, help your son because he's not doing good. His dad is not in the picture anymore and then all of his like cousins and siblings and stuff that have kids around my my son's age at this point it's been like almost a year since she had passed and like we just don't do anything anymore like I'm not my son's not invited to like around the family and all of this stuff and there's no hard feelings at all towards any of them at all so that's not what this is and I don't feel like it's even intentional at that but I realized that like I care so much about what they think and I want to be around them literally for the family concept because if we take away the family it's probably none of them would probably be people that I would have just in my circle just as friends just for the fuck of it right I realized that like I holding on to his family that is like crumbling apart we're going to again just to wrap this segment of like this comfort family safety thing up kind of fast forward to probably june around there around june of this year for the first time ever i had taken my son to go see his grandpa my father-in-law and i know that at this point he hasn't talked to his son my ex in over a year and a half my son hasn't seen him in that long and my son and him were so close and yeah so i took him over there and my son was so excited to see his grandpa and then like his grandpa came out and he didn't even let him in the house didn't even let his grandson in the house he came out and was talking to my son for about 10 minutes outside and to me i was like 
holy shit like when i left i just felt like this so much sadness and it was like the last piece of like oh my god this family concept that i had in my head this like make-believe family concept is literally non-existent anymore and at this point the situation that kind of made me lose it had already been brought to my attention and it was already ongoing and like this was just like the final closing chapter of it what had happened i think this was in may right around that time right around the time when i stopped showing up um i had found out from a close source and got confirmation of my worst fear and i just can't believe i was so naive i found out that my ex the father of my child is like mixed up in heavy duty drugs and everything just it all made sense to me i was so sad i was so sad and i felt like he had died honestly i felt like he had died and my whole world changed because as soon as i filed for divorce i was kind of like okay this is how it's going to be you're going to get my son on the weekends i'm going to have him during the week he's going to go to school over here all this stuff i'm going to have my weekends to myself i've always he's always been really present with his son and he was like acting different he's acting in a way that he's never acted with me before about the situation and it was just it caused tension between us and all of this but at the end of the day he was taking my son when i would take him over there and i started feeling really really uncomfortable over there and i never really went in the house or anything and one time i went in the house the last time that my son had stayed over there and i was like what the fuck is this it didn't recognize the house it was trashed and beyond the trash i know that this is a messy man i lived with him for years it was trash and there was like 10 different fucking obvious like crackheads just walking around coming in and out of the house and maybe me i flipped the fuck out i was like who the fuck are you what are the fuck are you doing in my house why do you feel com like where were you why do you feel comfortable enough just walking to the bathroom without asking where it is or if you can use it? Like, I was going the fuck off because at the end of the day, the divorce was not finalized. Like, I'm still part owner of the house and, like, my son was going to be there and I just, I flipped the fuck out. I lost it. And I still didn't really realize what was going on. I had my suspicions and he would just deny it and deny it. And I don't know because I just... I don't know, it was truly like being naive. I really, honestly, truly did not believe that he was on drugs. And he had told me that he was using drugs before. And this, when, when I found out this news, this was probably like, let's say like December of last year. He had told me like, it's already been a year of him being clean. And he had told me like when he was doing it and all this stuff. And I, I was really disappointed and it hurt me a lot and i was really sad for my son and i was really just like disappointed that i didn't i didn't even realize it and it started going through my head like did i ever give him money for this did i ever help him out for this oh my god like it all makes sense right he had told me that it had been like almost a year of him being clean and he got clean by himself and all this stuff and i, I know what he was talking about when he came clean because we were on vacation and he was on a stick ass come down like it was just obvious right and so he's over here telling me that like some weird things that i had noticed about him acting is just like long-term effects from his drug use and then it started like getting bad <laughs> it started really getting bad and he was accusing me of crazy shit and he was like hallucinating and telling me like all this weird ass shit and like <laughs> like really weird shit 
and it just like it it was got, got to the point where i was very uncomfortable even having a conversation with him he started being really disrespectful to me it got really bad during that i still didn't didn't really realize it so got to the point where it just was so bad like he was just saying the craziest shit to me and just with everybody at his house and the stuff so i reached out to somebody that was close to him and i was like hey like there was a situation before that i just brought up something and i was like do you do you ever know what happened because like whatever and he had told me like do you not know like he's using drugs and like at that moment i felt like like everything was spinning like my world just crashed because all of a sudden life as i know it really had changed my son now could no longer see his dad and my son's a daddy's boy like he's a huge daddy's boy my son can no longer see his dad. My son can no longer go over to his house. I no longer had any time to myself. My son probably can't even talk to his dad. Like, I don't even know. Like, what? I, I don't even know. And now that I've had time to process it and kind of go through everything and realize, like, okay. Like, you know, it's it's like everything in this life is figureoutable. There is a solution to literally everything in this life but at the time i just i didn't even see it and i was already going through some other shit like it was already hard enough for me to like really file for divorce and let go of the whole family concept with that which just like god when god said it's time to release he was not fucking kidding because now it was just like it doesn't even exist like i tried so hard i thought that i did the best thing ever by marrying and having a kid with this guy and at the time that was like the biggest upgrade of my life and it was the biggest like security in my life and it was exactly what i felt that i needed at the time he offered all the security that i ever wanted in a family or anything like that that I never had before. While he offered me that type of security at that time and I thought like, okay, I'm gonna have a kid with this guy because he's going to be a good dad. He really wants a kid. I know he's gonna be a good dad. Look at his dad, like he's not, like I just, I just knew. I did a great job picking out the father of my son and I just could not believe that I was in this situation. Once I realized that, obviously like I had told him and I took time to process it before I had reached out to him and told him, I was like, I know for a fact that you're using drugs and let me know if you need help. And I never got a response. And after that, like, it's just, I didn't reach out to him to see his son and he never reached out to me. And like, it's gone so much time without him seeing his son and me now being a full-time single mom and me having to explain to my son why he cannot see his dad and like not even knowing what to say or what to do like how to help I don't even know stuff like comes through my mind and I just I don't know and he's still like in the denial stage and all of this but it was really 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 difficult I didn't know what to do and I felt like life literally had crumbled and the sad part is it's like okay now that i've kind of gone through that and been able to process it and figure it out and realize like okay you just like you always pivot and you can make shift and like make everything happen and i and i have been and it's not that bad and it's not that hard and it is really sad though it is really 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 sad especially for my son he's just so young and it's really 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 unfortunate that my son is now about to start school and can't even get a hold of his dad in over a month and can't even is he gonna talk to his dad in the next week before he goes to school probably not and it's just really unfortunate that he's missing so much of his son's life and my son's missing his dad and so much of this but oh my god and this is probably about where part two is gonna come in i 
I shut down. When life got overwhelming for me, I shut down and I was in the space of giving myself grace and like, okay, this is a situation that I never knew how to handle. I've never been in this situation before. Like, let me give myself the time that I need to process everything and to deal with everything. And I thought that that was the right thing to do. And like, I don't have to show up and give myself, you know, I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do. Don't have to talk about anything that I don't want to talk about right away. Let me not show up as a hot mess because there's a huge difference between showing up in this coaching space as like just venting and being a hot fucking mess and coming and showing up as like look this happened and this is how I overcame it and I really wanted to give myself that grace and now looking back I feel like what the fuck if I stop showing up every fucking time that life gets crazy I'm never going to have a fucking business I'm never gonna have the life that I fucking want life is always always going to happen and it's all about how you choose to show up and how you choose to handle it. and if you choose to let it kick your ass and get the best out of you or if you choose to truly live life on your terms regardless of what's going on and in this time that I've taken off I realized that and I see where I could have maybe done things differently I could have shown up and I could have not taken it so hard. That's all about what the next episode is going to be about and helping you navigate that as well. And I'm honestly just so fucking glad to be back and, you know, getting my life together and just going back to doing things that truly make me happy and building this life that I've always dreamed of. And what I've realized is in order to create that, there's going to be a lot of mourning. And that's mourning of a life that you used to live, a mourning of your past, mourning of the person that you used to be. That's really, really fucking hard a lot of times. It's really hard. I've had to mourn the death of parts of me, so many different parts of me in my life, so many times. And every single fucking time, it's hard. And what do we do? We try to cling to our comfort zone. During all of this time and all of this commotion and all of this shit with my ex, I felt I, like not only did I feel like he was dying, I felt like this whole huge security blanket and so much of my life was falling apart. And what did I do? I cling on to comfort. I noticed that I was even listening to like music that I used to listen to all the time. I didn't want to be around luxury and all of this like nice stuff that I've been accustomed to. I would even go to the other side of town where I came from to go grocery shopping and just like go eat over there and all this stuff and I'm like why I don't even feel like doing any of this nice stuff that I've I've created for myself. I don't even feel like living this dream life that I've created for myself because I wanted comfort so bad. And this episode, if anything, one, it's explaining the, the shit show of my life. <laughs> um, but it's also just letting you know so that hopefully you have this awareness. I kind of got a little too late. Your body your brain is designed to keep you comfortable and it will do anything to keep you comfortable and when your life gets shaken up and your life gets flipped all around you have to be able to surrender and trust that it is putting you on the path that you are meant to be and putting you on the path that you are meant to walk on and sometimes it fucking sucks sometimes it does you have to recognize that your body's going to do anything it can your mind's going to do anything that it can to keep you in your comfort zone so as my comfort zone just got snatched from under me 
and I've had to mourn this huge part of my life, I realized that parts of my inner child were freaking the fuck out. Probably the same part of my inner child that wanted to get married so young and have this family put down roots, have a home, but also just like my inner young adult. All these parts of me that are past versions of myself were freaking the fuck out. As I've taken the time to mourn that and to be self-aware of what was going on, I got the clarity that I needed to show the fuck up in my life and to take ownership and to stop playing the fucking victim. It's okay to be sad over everything. It's okay to feel uncertain, to feel so sad for everything that went on. But clinging to my fucking comfort zone? Nah, I'm done with that. And you should be as well. And the next episode is all about who the fuck are you and who are you showing up as when life is going to shit, when stuff isn't going your way. That is a wrap. I hope you found this episode valuable. If you did, please take a screenshot, share it on your socials, send it to someone who needs to hear it, and of course, subscribe, rate, and review. You never know who needs to hear this message or what sticks and what gives someone the push that they need to upgrade their life. So thank you so much for sharing and thank you for listening. Until next time, keep upgrading.